This is the Horse Radio Network. Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, episode 1423, brought to you by Wintech Saddles. For today's tip, I sit down with Ocala, Florida-based vet Dr. Elizabeth Weber to learn what a butte challenge test is and whether or not it's good if your horse passes or fails. And we'll get right to our tip after this from our sponsor, Wintech Saddles. Wintech has been combining world-leading innovations and high-tech materials into lightweight, weatherproof, easy-care saddles for over 20 years. So it's easy to see why Wintech is the world's number one synthetic saddle brand. The comprehensive Wintech range offers not only cutting-edge designs, but new standards in fit, comfort, and performance. Benefits for both you and your horse. For example, wide fit is no worry now. With the Wintech 2000 All-Purpose and Wintech Pro models now available in wide fit. And what about our much-loved off-the-track thoroughbreds and their famously tough-to-fit high withers? Wintech has them covered, too, with the Wintech 2000 High Wither model. I might mention right here that I've ridden in the Wintech 2000 All-Purpose Saddle for years. The seat is just deep enough for a comfortable, secure fit, and the grippy seat means full-seat breeches are an option, not a necessity. Plus, it's well-balanced, so legs and seats stay where they should. Check out the entire Wintech line of saddles at wintech-saddles.com or visit your local retailer and sit in one today. Once again, I have roped Dr. Weber in to chat with us about something health-related. And Dr. Weber is not only Nigel's personal veterinarian, but she is with Miller & Associates. They're a veterinary office that has locations in New York, Wellington, and Ocala. You'll take note that there are two in Florida, only one in New York. (laughs) We win again. Thanks for stopping by, Dr. Weber. You're very welcome. Now, the other week, I was surfing through a Facebook group, and the phrase Butte Challenge Test came up. And it was, they were talking about a horse that was had some mysterious lameness. So I needed to find out from someone who should know, not from a Facebook group, because that's not where you get good information, right? <laughs> exactly. What is a Butte Challenge Test? So Butte Challenge Test, which I usually refer to as a Butte Trial, is... Uh, it's good for those kind of mystery horses, either, you know, horses with poor performance and you're not sure if it might be lameness related, uh, horses are with behavioral issues and you're not sure it might be lameness related, or say you take a look at the horse and the horse looks, you know, maybe a little weak in one limb and it's not completely clear based on exam whether or not that's stemming from um, some kind of soreness or whether it's stemming from maybe a mild neurologic abnormality. So on some of those horses, um, one of the easier ways to kind of hone in on a starting point is to do what we call a butte trial or butte challenge test, administer a normal dose of phenylbutazone uh, once a day for three days. And then, you know, while giving the horse, uh, you know, a few days off and then go out and ride the horse again or examine the horse again, whichever you're doing to try to see if the horse feels better. Basically, uh, the point is that an anti-inflammatory like butte would make a soreness or a lameness issue feel better and should improve the horse's symptoms. 
Whereas if it's, you know, a training issue or say something like gastric ulcers causing the horse to have an attitude problem or a mild neurologic abnormality, none of those really should improve uh, with an anti-inflammatory. So on some of those horses where we're not sure where to start, it can really help uh, help point us in the right direction. Very interesting. Now, is there a reason or is it important that butte is used? Because there are lots of NSAIDs available in the universe today, and it's referred to as a butte trial. Is that because it started out back when there was only butte available, or does it make a difference? You could use others. It's usually most straightforward to use butte because of the rapidity of onset. You know, we have Equiox, which is an excellent medication, but it can take a lot longer to reach therapeutic levels in the blood. So could cloud the issue a bit if you hadn't fully kicked in. Um, likewise, we could use banamine, but it actually doesn't um, last quite so long. And you could use ketoprofen, but it's quite expensive. So, you know, Butte has the advantages of being readily available, fairly inexpensive and effective. It ain't broke. Don't fix it. Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. So are there any, are there things that, a horse owner might go, oh, I need to do a butte challenge test, a butte trial for this, that, yes, it is a lameness, but no, it's not going to make a difference. Something that comes to mind would be a horse has an abscess, and sometimes horses get abscesses and they go three-legged lame and the owner freaks out because they have a broken leg. But sometimes a horse can have an abscess and they're just a little off. Would a butte trial have an effect on an abscess? In a horse that's only mildly off, it likely would make the horse better. Um, those horses that are broken, legged, lame with an abscess seem to not respond completely to NSAIDs, you know, whether that's just because of the degree of discomfort or because there is a, a pressure component to that particular uh, issue. But, you know, for these guys that, um, you know, we're talking about, it's usually not the uh, broken legged lameness that we're trying to parse out with the butte challenge. So, you know, could you have certain types of lamenesses that don't respond that well to butte? Sure. Um, you know, another possible issue that comes to mind is a horse that has, um, say, a chiropractic abnormality, has a, a slightly shortened stride. You know, maybe it started as being a little bit sore, but now the horse you know, mechanically is traveling that way, even if you improve the soreness. So it's not foolproof, but um, it can really help distinguish some of these horses where we're going, eh, is that horse a little neuro or is it a little sore? Mm-hmm. Or the horse that's grumpy and trying to refuse to work, you know, is that, does that horse have sore feet? Is that horse sore in his hocks? Any, any of those things on the one side, a horse doesn't want to work because it's sore. Mm-hmm. Or is the horse sour? ulcery and you know any of the other possible reasons why they might not want to perform so you do a butte trial with a horse the -hmm. horse gets a little bit better it's like oh positive result um the anti-inflammatory made the horse feel better what's the next Mm -hmm. step for the veterinarian to take the next step is to say okay we have a horse with a pain or a discomfort issue now we need to sort out where the pain is coming from so in some of these guys, you've identified a limb that's not quite right, and you just wanted to see if it was truly a, a pain issue. Some of these horses, if it's behavioral, you might not have def- uh, specified a limb. So the next step would be to do a repeat lameness exam or a more in-depth 
lameness workup to try to differentiate the origin of the pain. Mm -hmm. So you do, you do the butte trial. It doesn't change Mm -hmm. the way the horse goes. Then what happens? Then we say, okay, so what are the reasons other than pain that this horse might be looking not right or exhibiting this behavior? That sounds more expensive. And so <laughs> it depends. It depends on um, and what it is that got you, you know, looking at the horse in the first place. So is, is it that the horse is a little weak? Okay, well, if it's not a pain issue, then maybe we're going to look at some possible neurologic components. Um, or if the horse is you know, really sour about working, really grouchy, maybe we need to talk about gastric ulcers and doing a gastroscope. You know, if it's really not looking like a medical issue at all, we need to maybe talk about, you know, finding a trainer to help work with the horse. Sometimes it's not even medical at all. There you go. Isn't that interesting? Well, how useful is that? Again, thank you, Dr. Weber with Miller and Associates located in New York, Wellington and Ocala for stopping by and clearing up some muddy waters. You are very welcome. And that about wraps it up for today. Thank you again to Dr. Weber for chatting with me today. And thank you to Wintech Saddles for sponsoring this show. This is Coach Jen, and I will be back again soon with another tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. <music>